life was like a box of chocolates. There is no place like... You talking to me? All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Nobody puts baby in a I could have been a contender. He's looking at you, kid. Here's Johnny. A very particular set of skills. Your milkshake. Go ahead. Make my day. I'll be back. I am the father. I'm Spartacus. Say hello to my little friend. Why so serious? You shall not Welcome to another episode of the Real Features Podcast. Um, on this episode, we discuss Leonardo DiCaprio's next big film, uh, which is uh, always interesting. We get another little teaser of Squid Game Season 2 and what to expect. Uh, we discuss Spider-Man No Way Home and the mountainous rumours swirling around that. And also we look at what's new to streaming next month which is a big month there's a lot to get through and we're already halfway through the month so there's a lot uh so it's obviously been a big month i think with the uh return uh with people coming out of COVID and so forth uh we also have a great listener question to debate coming up um who had the better career out of jim carrey and adam sandler which should be a good debate with a little twist at the end of that and uh we also nostalgia review braveheart so a big big show let me introduce Ooh. my co-host sam lavery <laughs> <laughs> hello How paul cookson oh my god that's, yeah uh, that's a stacked run sheet there's a Huge. lot going on I know. But it is, as you say there is so much out at the moment and um a lot of content so we're spoiled for yeah. choice it was been very dry for a little while there but all of a sudden yeah. you've got a lot so it's uh yeah. very exciting it is um, it's awesome but there's so yeah. many movie and tv news headlines i'm gonna Jump straight into it, Paul. Yeah, let's do it. Actually, I will just quickly preface. I'm I'm, uh, actually out remote uh, at the moment uh, doing this podcast. Uh, I'm out regionally on my 4G, uh, running off that. So we'll see how we go, my sound quality. But uh, hopefully we should be uninterrupted and we'll be flying. Ironically, I think it sounds better than normal. I think it does, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Might have to to go remote every time. Sounds good to me. Take this thing on the road. <laughs> All right. Let's jump straight into it, though, yes, Paul Cookson. And first up, what you alluded to in the intro and what everyone's talking about, Squid Game. Yes. And so creator and director, I'm going to butcher the shit out of this, Huang <laughs> Dong Park has conferred that he and lead star Lee Jung-jae will be back for season two. Yes. So in a recent interview, Huang said that it's in early development, planning something with a bigger story and scope involving Ji-hun. Um, who was last seen vowing to do everything he can to stop people, stop the people behind the games. Mm. So that's pretty exciting that they're definitely that is. teaming up. Season two, obviously, I mean, it's the most successful yeah. show, you know, of, of history. Yeah. <laughs> At least yeah. the last whatever decade. So yeah. it makes sense that they keep the party going. But um, yeah, that's, that's exciting. pretty awesome. The lead, yeah. cat, lead actor's awesome in that, so that's good. Apparently, he hasn't had a whole lot of calls from Hollywood. He thought he would, but yeah, it's, uh, it's good he's back because he, uh, he was great in that first season. So, yeah. And Tor's saying it's going to be bigger and better. They always say that, but uh, yeah, that's a big, big shoes to fill, but very exciting. Yeah, that's the only thing. But I think they, I mean, they did such a good job on the first. Hopefully, they, yeah, Absolutely. do something. Yeah. So, yeah, Definitely. very cool. Nice. And speaking of which, the Spider-Man uh, No Way Home poster, uh, been a lot of rumours circulating about all the characters that are going to come back from previous films. And uh, sure enough, this poster has uh, teased us a lot. They've got, uh, I think they, they have a little clip of uh, Alfred Molina's, uh, who's already been announced, Doc Ock, uh, which was mm-hmm. in one of the original ones, Jamie Foxx Electro, his big lightning bolt there. 
Willem Dafoe had been rumored, but you actually see him on a glider or at least Green That's Goblin, awesome. which is awesome because he was one of the best. Um, there's also a big sand thing. So Thomas Hayden Church's Sandman will likely be back. Um, there's a little bit of green stuff. So they think that might be the lizard uh, who was in the not as good uh, Amazing Spider-Man um, one mm-hmm. with um, Andrew Garfield. And uh, not in the posters, but there were, it was a weird one. There was some leaked pictures that potentially were doctored because they looked a bit funky, but uh, they had a picture of Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield also standing next to Tom Holland uh, and oh. another one with Charlie Cox's uh, da- uh, uh, daredevil sitting at a table, but it did look weird. His, his legs looked like a woman's leg. So they may have been doctored. I don't know if they're oh true or not, but uh, yeah, but exciting anyway. Um, yeah. That comes out in December. So we don't have to wait too much longer, but it'd be interesting with all these characters. Cause sometimes when you flood something with so many characters, the character development's down, it's more a nostalgia, but it's a three hour film. So it should be interesting. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Cause that is the thing. Then it's screen time for all of them. And some Absolutely. are just cameos and yeah. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. What else is awesome? Paul Cookson is the Foo Fighters. This is weird. The Foo <laughs> yes. Fighters have announced a new horror comedy movie, Studio 666. So I would not have predicted this. No. Led by uh, singer Dave Grohl, the band move into an Encino mansion steeped in grisly rock and roll history to record their much anticipated 10th album, Medicine at Midnight. But once in the house, Dave Grohl finds himself grappling with supernatural forces that threaten both the com- completion of the album and the lives of the band. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it'd be very interesting to see because, I mean, yeah. Dave's done some cameos and stuff, but yeah, uh, is this, yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, yeah, I don't know how much of a mix we get to see the new album as well, which is exciting, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. Like, the, I guess um, that's kind of trailblazing a little bit. It'd be interesting. Yeah, it's a new, bit, like, yeah. I mean, it's, I guess they're good friends with like Jack Black and Kyle Gass, Tenacious D, who yeah, have done films, you know, yeah, yeah. Big Destiny and, so I and Dave Grohl is all, all he was in that he played the devil in that film, but <laughs> yeah. he um I mean their film clips, especially back in the day, used to be hilarious. Yeah, that's true. And they had so Went many great like, stuff. Yeah. yeah, Dave Grohl was awesome in that, and even the one from Me, Myself, and Irene, Dave Grohl was in that that's with right. Jim Carrey. Yeah, um, Breakout or whatever it was. That's um, funny. so yeah, I don't know. He can definitely be funny. So yeah. I'd be pretty interested to see that. But yeah, I mean, I'm a fan of the Foo Fighters too. So exactly. it's a bit of a double thing there, but yeah, pretty cool. That's exciting. Yeah, that's cool. Um, speaking of which, uh, Tom Hardy, who we always love, and Channing Tatum, who seems to have been a bit quiet recently. I think he's been on the show doing some sort of uh, magic mic stage show or something. Mm. But he's teaming up with Tom Hardy and they're set to lead and produce the Afghan uh, evacuation biopic which of course we all would have seen recently so they didn't waste much time to get a movie belted out for this but uh obviously based on those two events i think it was august so it was not long at you know no. go at all but essentially yeah they're there to you know talk about getting the families out and the allies out which was a pretty pretty crazy time i think they overloaded that plane that they loaded half of you know the people on it was overloaded by you know times three or something like that so it was a yeah. something like that i may have been making that up but i know it was pretty pretty full on and i think um george uh nolfi who did the born ultimatum who's pretty good oh. record is also coming on board so yeah should be interesting should yeah be that'll be a, yeah. a light one for the family yes exactly <laughs> take <Jesus>. the kids <laughs> yeah exactly my god dude another light one for the family but i am very excited for this one is uh leo's new movie that he's set to star in a biopic movie on jim jones 
the 1970s cult leader who was responsible for the mass murder-suicide, Jesus Christ, wow. of over 900 people, over 300 children um, from his religious organization. And it's written by Scott Rosenberg, who did Venom. Um, man, Leo makes some, like the choices he makes. Yep. Just always, you know, half this sheet of movie news is all around, you know, Spider-Man and yep. you know, yep. stuff like Marvel stuff, whatever. Yeah. Leo won't go there. And the yeah. movies he chooses are always just, you know, that's obviously a very, very unlikable character, but um, it's going to be, yeah. Fascinating. It'll be a fascinating, yeah, fascinating topic. And, I mean, anytime yeah. you've got the, the cult sort of thing and such a big one and the true story and, you know, how charismatic, I mean, if he does like that Wolf of Wall Street type, you know, charisma yeah. uh, when he's talking to them all, it should be, yeah. Very, oh, dude. Yeah, that'll be one. Um, one to watch. Absolutely. On. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so rounding out the, uh, the the movie news, just some quick updates and some renewals and things like that. Season renewals, always good to cover those off because they uh, mm-hmm. do change a lot. Uh, Paramount uh, Plus's Star Wars Prodigy has been renewed for season two. Um, Stars Stan Heels 2 got a season two, even though it was uh, unsure whether or not it would be, but uh, I'm, I'm excited for that because I quite like the first season. Um, mm-hmm. HBO or here in Australia, Foxtel Binge Succession, which is another great show, has got a season four already. Um, uh, Netflix's You uh, got a season four. Apple Plus's Mythic Quest, uh, they did a double banger. They got season three and four. Uh, look at that. So, um, and then uh, Netflix's Lock and Key got season three, and uh, HBO. Max's Netflix series Titans has also got a season four. So lots of renewals. Um, so yes, if you're a fan of those shows, good news. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and speaking of which, what's streaming next month? We said that was a big, a big list and it certainly is. I think from the time <laughs> of this recording, I think some of these were actually started coming out, but um, so we'll just cover them off quickly. But uh, yeah, Shang, uh, Shang-Chi, uh, The Legend of uh, the Ten Rings, as we were talking about Marvel, this is the latest one uh, about the Kung Fu master uh, on that one. So he's uh, come out. So that, I think that's already airing. So that's, uh, that's a big one. Yeah, nice. I know Rajiv Thomas was very keen for that one. Ah, good friend of the podcast. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I was, I've was. i started watching the first episode. I haven't finished it yet, but Dexter. So yes. New Blood has finally come out, um, So, which is pretty exciting. Like, it's one of those shows that was awesome. It was a bit of a trailblazer back in the day. And yeah, yeah so that is out. Episode one is out. Probably episode two is almost due. Yeah, so. I think it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, I think they there's so much criticism criticism in the last season. So they're they're promising to kind of rectify that, even though he's kind of got that lumberjack look. But no, it's uh, I mean <laughs> one of the best one of the best series of all time. I it still I think stands up. I've been rewatching it recently and amazing. So uh, yeah. very exciting to see see that back. Um, also, Amazon Prime, they put a lot of uh, money into this one, but Wheel of Time, it's a big fantasy one with Rosamund Pike, who you may know from Gone Girl and things like that. It's a big fantasy series based on a big popular book by Robert Jordan. Apparently, it's a huge uh, book series. I haven't heard of it, but apparently it's, it's massive. Um, uh, about a powerful organization of women. They wield magic, all that sort of stuff. And I think there's five of them that go around and one of them is supposed to be a, a, a prophesized to either save the world or destroy it. So full on, mm. but uh, yeah, I think uh, it'll be a big budget series that they're putting a lot of money into. So it could yeah, be one nice. to get for. Nice one. Um, Apple Plus is The Shrink Next Door, um, which is a comedy starring Paul Rudd. I think we discussed this or you might've posted about it. Um, Paul Rudd and Will Farrell, And the plot is a bizarre relationship between psychiatrist 
and his longtime patient. Yes. So those two together would be pretty awesome. So I'm excited for that one. Yeah, the Anchorman duo back again, and yeah, it's, uh, yeah that's uh, that should be should be good. Hopefully, yeah, they've got good good chemistry, so it should be great for sure. Yeah. And congratulations to Paul Rudd on Sexiest Man Alive. Saw that. That's an interesting one. The At guy the age doesn't of age. 50, 52 yeah. Or that's amazing. <laughs> he actually does, hasn't changed since he was in Clueless. Man, he looks the same. Crazy, yeah. Clueless and Friends and all that sort of. I think he made a cameo on Friends and stuff. Like crazy yeah. to think, yeah. He's um, fifty-two. Yeah, well, he might be older. It's like he's definitely in his fifties, which is insane. <laughs> so he wanted to make him. a badge made up or whatever it was. I think he wanted made up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, no, yes, uh, yeah. Red Notice, I think Netflix movie. I think this one's airing mm-hmm. already as well. Uh, but this is the action comedy starring some big names: Ryan Reynolds. Dwayne Johnson and Gal Gadot. Uh, I think it's around an Interpol agent who tracks the world's most wanted art thief. So, hmm. uh, yeah, always it's going to be a big, big Netflix one given the names involved. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Disney Plus, uh, Home Sweet Home Alone. Is that a Home Alone? It is. It's a reboot film. Oh my home God. Sweet Home Alone. Yep. Oh, Remember boy. they made all those really bad sequels and then all of a sudden yeah. they started again. They're so, trying again. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, once again. The first we, two are great. I love them. first two are great. One of my favourite Christmas movies, which we're yeah. approaching. Yeah. They should have Macaulay come back and haunt them and he could be like the... He can be know, one of like crack Pesci or whatever. Who's trying to crack it, you know, jump in and try... <laughs> Get Pesci back. Yes, they should. Get De-age him again and get him in there. Throw yeah. some irons at their faces or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so violent. Yeah, it is. Unbelievable. Uh, um, Disney Plus, they're churning them out at the moment. Dope Stick, uh, this is a Michael Keaton, Rosario Dawson, Peter Skarsgård, uh, pretty big cast again. Tells the story of America's struggle with opioid addiction uh, from several perspectives. So, hmm. again, I'm sure that'll be an uplifting show to watch. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And uh, Tiger King 2 on Netflix, yes. which I'm not sure how or where that goes. But anyway, there's a, there's a second series. Yep. Yeah, I think he's behind bars, and yeah. I, don't know, I think uh, I forget her name. You know the the other uh, main the Bond. Oh, Carol Baskin. Car- that's it. I think she's trying yeah. to sue already to say that she's been betrayed as the villain. Who would have thought? You know, I don't know why she would have thought doing another season, yeah, or whatever. doing a season, <laughs> going back into that that she betrayed as a hero. But anyway, um, yeah, should be interesting. Um, <laughs> Uh, Tick, Tick, Boom. So this is a Netflix series coming out. Expected to get some reward, uh, award re- recognition potentially or be in the mix Oscars time as well. Um, mm-hmm. It's directed by, uh, I think written as well, by Hamilton's Lin-Manuel Miranda and st- stars uh, Andrew Garfield. Uh, essentially, it's a semi-autobiography musical uh, of the same name by Jonathan Larson. Um, I think it follows a, a theatre composer navigating love, friendship and the uh, pressures of life as an artist in new york city so uh, yes yes one that's very and many yeah. pressures. <laughs> exactly. so, so. Uh, next up we have f is for family on netflix which is a favorite of mine bill burr and i believe it's a final season oh really i okay. think so i wow. hope i haven't just made that up but i don't believe mm. there's many more in that so Pretty it's season sure. five so that's okay. coming out interesting um jesus this really is quite big uh mayor of kingstown 
Paramount Plus series, uh, crime drama series starring Jeremy, Jeremy Renner, uh, Diane Weist, and Kyle Chandler. Um, so I think this is around a McCloskey family uh, power brokers tackling themes of racism, corruption, and inequality in Kingston, Michigan, uh, with the business of incarceration is the only thriving industry. Sounds mm. very broad, but could be interesting. Yeah. Good cast again. So Yeah, Jeremy yeah. Renner. I like yeah. him. He's good. Yeah, he is. And uh, so this has been released. So Nitram, which yes. is the Started Australian thriller starring Caleb Landry Jones, Judy Davis and Anthony LaPaglia. Um, and it's, you've probably heard about it in the press because it made some waves, but it's the take on the events leading up to the 1996 Port Arthur massacre. Why, how it occurred. Um, calling the boy Nitram instead of Martin Bryant. Um, so it was like, yeah, I think it, it caused a bit of controversy. I haven't seen it, so I can't mm. tell you, but yeah, it's um, yeah. mixed reviews. Again, I think at the Australian Film uh, Awards, I think it's going to clean up. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's such a big topic that especially given that we're an Australian podcast, um, even though we cover all all news uh, around the world. Yeah. But uh, um, but this, for those not aware or listening outside of Australia, it was a, a big mass murder, I guess, down in Tasmania where uh, Martin Bryant shot and, and killed a lot of people. And um, yeah, like I think he had a lot of mental... People in the, yeah, yeah, and had a lot of mental, uh, I think, mental illness to say the least so i think mm. um this would be very interesting seeing that the lead up to it because yeah yeah and the take on it yeah anyway, absolutely yeah yeah very interesting um continuing with the marvel theme and the disney churning out a lot of stuff hawkeye uh with jeremy renner again so he's a busy boy um mm. this is where he's uh the uh the arrow uh arrowsman essentially and i think he's training up a uh i think it's his uh nephew or something like that but i think might be taking over the series long term but uh yeah so that's coming soon as well which should be interesting cool. and on disney's plus then the beatles get back which is a documentary about the beatles featuring in studio footage shot in the early, early 1969 and 1970 um feature film let it be so that'd be pretty oh. cool yeah, Doc definitely. The Beatles. Yeah. yeah, everyone loves a Jocko and the Beatles. Absolutely. Once again, Disney Plus, holy shit, they are they putting are in a true. lot of stuff. Yep. I guess they got the money, but yeah, wow, yeah. Some, a lot of stuff they're trying to mm. definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, finally, on the ones we had here was also Preppers. This is an ABC, so an Australian six part comedy series um, starring, and again, I'm probably going to push this, but Nakai Lu uh, and Jack Charles. Jack Charles is easy to say. Follows um, mm-hmm. <laughs> a young Aboriginal woman who, after suffering her own personal crisis, moves into Eden too as uh, an Indigenous-run community of preppers who are planning for the apocalypse. So I feel like with that topic, it should be pretty funny. So uh, yeah. yeah, it should be a good ABC series to check out. Yeah, um, nice. Finally, I guess just some updates and some of these have probably been released by now, but uh, some movies coming out this month, uh, especially here in Australia, uh, the James Bond No Time to Die, I believe is out now. Mm-hmm. Uh, June, Venom, uh, Let There Be Carnage and Last Night in Soho. They're probably the big name movies coming out that you can check out now that cinemas are certainly back here. Yeah, I know. How exciting. Got yes. A movie. That's on yes. the list of things to do. Some That's type it. of normality. Do that. <laughs> um. Dude, but now we're up to the listener question, which yes. is an absolute perler from Eric. I believe Eric with a K Riviera. Um, yeah. Who had the better career, Adam Sandler or Jim Carrey? Jeez. Oh, boy. 
That's a big How one. long do we have? Yes. We go for nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> you go first, Levy. I know oh, you're, God, you I mean, being a house. big comedy guy, you've done stand up, all that sort of stuff. Uh, uh, you know. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's, I mean, it's the most subjective uh, art form. Yes, you know, that's true. In the world. So everyone can have their opinion. But look, out of those two, Jesus, like both of them, heavy hitters, you know, in the early 90s. I mean, a lot of the films even almost line up. You look at their, you know, filmographies like Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore were 95, 96. Yeah. You know, they're the two that kind of shot Adam to stardom. And then you've got Ace Ventura and The Mask and Dumb and Dumb. And they're all in 94. So Jim technically was out a year or two earlier. But mm. I mean, their careers are just both monstrous. Personally, I'm more of like, well, I guess the impact on my life was probably more so through Jim Carrey. I grew up with Jim Carrey more so. I remember seeing Dumb and Dumber at the movies and that just still resonates with me. It's one of my favorite comedies. Yeah. It's just, it's the best. Jeff Daniels in there just plays the best like straight man. Well, not even straight man. He's still awesome, but he's kind of, you yeah. know, he has to give space to Jim Carrey to yeah. do Jim Carrey things, which would be a challenge. Yeah. Um, but then Jim Carrey's, career i mean he goes on like he had just a string of classics in there you know ace venture both the ace venturers the cable guy which i really love oh, got right. canned, but yeah i love the cable guy ben stiller directed it yeah um and then he you know the truman show was just huge yeah where he kind of showed some dramatic chops and then yeah eternal sunshine of the spotless mind and he's just done so many yeah really great films and proven himself as just an all-rounder and it absolutely he has slowed down a lot and i think it is just because maybe he's he's kind of done it. Maybe that's yeah. like he he just he doesn't want to churn out Ace Venture or twenty. I mean, even though he did the new Dumb and Dumber, which wasn't great. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's interested in doing that. It took a, a bit of coaxing for him to to do that as well. Yeah. So, yeah. And it was probably yeah. a bad move in the end. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's it. Um, yeah. So I don't think he'll do that. Like he's, but what a career! Just and yeah. Really, in the in the nineties, I mean, he just like shaped the comedy world and you know came from a stand-up background like adam did too adam sandler did yeah um and i still love adam sandler but i just guess out of those two i'm probably jim carrey for me is probably the the one but yeah. i mean adam's still going he's still pumping out movies he's getting these netflix deals it's just yeah. um you know the quality's not always there but he's done like he's done some crazy good ones and even uncut gems i mean holy shit yeah amazing yeah so yeah. Um, but what do you think, Paul Cookson? Yeah, no, I think that's a great summary. And and yeah, you're right. It's it's an it's the impossible question, which is why it's a good, very good question. Thank you, Eric. Uh yeah, I think um yeah, look, I agree. I think Jim Carrey, his impact was like, you know, the overacting, like all that sort of stuff. He mm. he was almost like, yeah, to the extreme. I mean, Adam Sandler had a degree of that, but that kind of was the catalyst of sort of making successful so many other people uh, during that time. Um, and you're right, like his, his, yeah, he had some absolute belters in there. Um, he started going serious and showed that side of his and and it almost like almost the gateway of that was the Truman show to a degree. It was still funny, yeah. but then he obviously explored that further with the majestic and uh, eternal sunshine and, and all that sort of stuff, like we said, but, um, but yeah, on the other side, I mean, it's similar careers, isn't it? Because like they both sort of did Saturday night live or Jim Carrey, I think did was it something else I think, or similar to. Saturday he night did um, the one with the Wayne's brothers um, in living color. Yeah, he was on Saturday Night Live a bunch of times. Yeah, guest, but yeah, he he didn't he wasn't a 
um, cast member of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And then I guess, you know, even Adam Sandler tried to do some serious stuff there as well with Spanglish mm. and um, Punch Drunk Love and, and things like that as well. I think, yeah, definitely for, for shorter term quality, Jim Carrey, but uh, I guess longevity, Adam Sandler. I mean, yeah, like the list of, you know, films that listing them all, but, you know, there's some some good ones in there you kind of forget, you know, Wedding Singer, mm. Waterboy. Um, uh, yeah, so, you know, Anger Management, 50 First Dates. There was, yeah, Click I, I yeah. quite liked as well. So yeah, um, he's doing some absolute shitters now. I think he's just doing <laughs> it for the paycheck. I think he signed some crazy deal with Netflix and now he just turns out, uh, a lot of crap but um yeah uncut gems was obviously a, a good one but um yeah he obviously brings a lot of his friends along as well and it kind of makes made a few careers out of them so he's uh yeah been a bit of a good samaritan but yeah it's yeah. a tough one look um yeah maybe I, when i first looked at this i thought maybe adam sandler but yeah probably when you consider the the shit maybe jim carrey's probably better <laughs> just because he's a bit more picky but yeah yeah, yeah. and then Dude, to throw in a, I guess, a bit of, of a cat amongst the pigeons. Yes. If we threw Mike Myers into the mix there, I mean, similar guy. I mean, look, he definitely dropped off, you know, yeah. as of whatever, 2008, the love guru probably almost ended his career. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> a trigger. Um, but I mean, you know, I know you love Mike Myers, but Wayne's World 1 and 2, So I Married an Axe Murderer, all the Austin Powers, yeah. then moves to Shrek and exclusively becomes a voice artist yeah <laughs> but he but he was and i love mike myers too i mean that we grew yeah. up with the you know the wayne's worlds and, and things like that but where yeah. do you see him rank for you out of those three yeah he's he's like you know it's it, just like jim carrey was for you i think mike was for me and i know he's like you stack up you talk to anybody in the, on the street they're not going to say mike myers over those two but for me like just personally because i yeah. i personally love wayne's world and, and austin powers and stuff i just think that that like just the non-stop gags and that it, it just that's yeah. my dumb and dumber essentially is yeah. wayne's world too in particular um I yeah think it's just phenomenal but um yeah very yeah just some i guess again so not live moved on to some some good series and he kind of yeah back when you wouldn't get heaps of sequels he certainly was was doing those but most of them were all pretty successful and yeah sounds like he might even do another austin powers which would be interesting because he's not oh, a young wow. man That's, anymore but uh yeah, yeah. It's so dangerous too man doing that uh, you know like this does it stand up like that type of comedy anymore yeah. and does it it's like he went into hiding after after yeah. the last poor film and did the yeah. voiceovers and this might he, end him he might yeah be back. <laughs> it might go missing again so who knows uh fingers uh, crossed dude uh very good well very good question eric and yeah that was a fun discussion man yeah well, it was but, yeah Could go for that ages, also man. brings but, us to yeah. another sub segment yeah uh, and that is of course name that meaningless dialogue oh okay here okay. we go yes all right so i'm gonna say some meaningless dialogue and you've got to guess what film it's from. Okay. All right. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Jeez. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> oh, no. Um... It's the morning. I might not have put enough into that. I can, <laughs> I can do it again if you want. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> First, I was thinking it's a... Uh... Oh, it's one geez. of the movies from who we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah, I got, yeah. I got that. I'm, is it a dumb and dumber? Because I feel like you're no, you know, there's no dad in there, but I just no. like a random off the cuff sort of comment that make it. Uh, it's a tough one. Yeah, what was it? <laughs> liar, liar. <laughs> Thanks, dad. <laughs> so he he gives his son the um the catcher's mitt 
and then the guy Carrie Ells or whatever his name is, yeah. who's the stepdad, is like, "Hey, great gift, dad." And then Jim Carrey's like, "Oh, dude, I just realized I." Did you hear bro? And that segment is. <laughs> it's thanks, son. Oh my god! Just telling the story, I just ruined it. Oh my god! Uh, no, it's good. As I it's said, right. it's in the morning. Be careful. I should have got it anyway. Regardless. You should have got it with known. incorrect yeah. quoting of dialogue. Jesus. <laughs> thanks, son. That's it. God. That's so awesome. it's thanks, son. Do you know where that's from? Well, is it? Did you just say it was a lie, lie, or was yeah, that it's lie, lie. Yeah. yeah, you got it oh, correct. Well I got done. it. Good. Look at that. Yep. Wow. That's yeah, impressive. It's good. Nice. Well, oh, Jesus. All right. Well, that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great segment, and it will be back. Yes. And so that was name that incorrect meaningless <laughs> dialogue. Uh, awesome. All right. Nice. So, dude, here we go. Yeah. Let's talk about the nostalgia movie. I like it's two words as well. Thanks, Dad. And yet you still got one. And it was words. wrong. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and you still didn't get it. I don't know what your problem is. I don't know. I'll, you got to be I'll, better. I'll lift next time. Sorry, guys. Yeah, lift, please. Yeah. All right. So, we're going to talk about Braveheart yes. today. Yeah. My God. Well, where do we start? Jeez. What a film. I don't know. Do you want to take us through some of the fun facts? Yes. I'll, I'll get the, uh, for those who aren't aware, uh, this was, of course, the 1995 film directed and written, pretty sure it was written by, uh, could be wrong on that, Mel Gibson. Um, it stars, of course, Mel Gibson as well as uh, William Wallace. So it's based on a true story of William Wallace. Uh, has a bunch of other names, a lot of them probably not as well known. Probably the main ones uh, to probably call out that you may have seen more so after this film, but Brendan Gleeson, who's been in a whole bunch of stuff as Hamish. Uh, Tommy Flanagan, you may have seen things like uh, Sons of Anarchy and uh, Brian Cox, who could have had a bigger role, but elected on a smaller, sharper role that he thought was really good. It's about three hours. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a great one. It's... it's uh, Mel Gibson, the Australian, plays a Scottish uh, Scotsman mm. and uh, the uprising, um, rebelling against uh, the evil English uh, empire, I guess it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, amazing. Um, yeah, look, I mean, for me, for, for this film, um, yeah, it's uh, I just always brings me back to high school when it, when it sort of came out for me. And, uh, you know, it was it was supposed to be known as like this. Everyone was talking about it because it was supposed to be known as such a gory and full on like sort of thing. So it was almost like the the Freddy Krueger, like going to see a horror film back then. Like it was like this crazy. Well, have you seen it? Like just such. Whereas you watch it like I actually rewatched it recently. And um, it's certainly I think especially the big battle scenes and stuff and the gore, I think it's, it's, we're sort of used to that now, but at the time it was like pretty cutting edge, edge, like this massive battle, um, which like such a, a spectacle on the screen that, that, you know, whereas since then, you know, we've had, you know, Gladiator, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings, uh, Game of Thrones, like every mm. series, like so many yeah. Vikings and that sort of stuff. You get so yeah. many of that now we're spoiled for it. But back then, amazing and obviously yep. the acting and, and the big speeches and everything else was just incredible but yeah, yeah. amazing film um it really one yeah yeah three hours and then, it doesn't feel like it but yeah. no i remember yeah. what, like and i agree with you like back then there was so much hype about how violent it was and especially as a kid you know we were kids when that came out you're like oh my god like <laughs> and you watch it and it was yeah just those battle scenes were full-on it was it just had so much to it and it did have comedy kind of 
you know, the mooning scenes and things yeah. like that, which they got shit for that because it wasn't historically correct, but heaps of it wasn't yeah. like it's a film. And I think Mel Gibson was like, someone said that they're like, oh, that mooning and stuff didn't happen. And he said, you know, to quote Mel, he yeah. said oh, the film would be fucking unbearable if there wasn't <laughs> there wasn't scenes like that in. He you mean someone said, didn't get shot in the ass with an arrow? You yeah, that that's wasn't true. historical. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like he's like, without those little bits of, you know, and it's throughout the the film, he's like, it would just be such a heavy film. And he yeah. has a good point. Like, Absolutely. and I think he did he did it so well. Like that was only his second film he directed. And yeah. He nailed it, man. Like he really did. It's an absolute classic. Amazing. He's actually such an underrated director. Like, I mean, yeah. even you think, you know, some of these later stuff that he, he did, but yeah, like Apocalypto, I know, is is one that you you're a big fan yeah, of. Apocalypto is great. Yeah, yeah, my wife loves it. Yeah, like that's a lot, film. Such a full-on yeah. film. <laughs> yeah. But it um, is, it's like, and the, the, there's no real I mean, it's obviously no English, it's all subtitles, but it's just based on chasing and it's such a simple kind of concept, but you just captures yeah. it so well yeah Apocalypto. yeah yeah um but yeah braveheart man that's just as you say i think it almost was just one of the first great like medieval kind of battle scenes and it did set the bar pretty high and then yeah as yeah. since then there's just been so much more but yeah so, when you rewatch it it was awesome man yeah some funny scenes as well re-watching it with the whole like the king's like you know pretty unlikable guy and then his son who's you know obviously uh homosexual and and like yeah. the way that he's like treating him now like you watch that now it's like well that's uh i mean i guess yeah. that's you know historical imagine what it was back then yeah geez yeah that's true <laughs> as well but yeah it's um yeah but no it's uh full-on uh yeah very powerful some big big speeches and stuff like yeah. that i mean my gosh like that that speech where he's he's hyping up in the first battle where he's kind of you know the horse is pretty restless and apparently that was actually happening in real life the horse was yeah. pretty um but it kind of added to the energy i think and yeah. sometimes you get those speeches all the time in films now but that one geez yeah yeah he certainly he it, nails that one it just seemed yeah it seemed really real which is yeah. i guess the whole point of acting yeah. to try and get as yeah. close to that as possible but you're right it just it did seem the horse was like anxious and agitated and it just added to that yeah. like intensity. Yeah. Um, and the soundtrack, I think it's James Horner, is just perfect, man. It's just, yeah, it, it is, hits yeah. all the right points. It makes it so emotive. Um, and it's, yeah, you listen to a, a track of that now and it's just, man, it takes you straight back. Such a, a beautiful, yeah, soundtrack that he put together. Yeah, yeah. No, agreed. Makes such a difference mm. on these films, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh my god. Just subconsciously, yeah. like, yeah, just listen. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Dude, I have a quiz. Oh, yes, it's you. back. This is awesome. And unlike the last segment, I hope the information <laughs> in it is correct. <laughs> Let me start testing you on stuff. This isn't from Braveheart. <laughs> no, it's very simple. All right. It is true or false. We're going to see how you go. You're playing for a brand new, uh, I don't know what, you're playing for a packet of Hot Pockets. Ooh, Hot Pockets. I haven't had those. Yeah, you still get they're them. They're pretty good. Okay. No, I don't exciting. know. We'll find out. See if I get any right. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, true or false? Cool. Mel Gibson wanted Brad, can't even talk, Brad Pitt to play William Wallace as he felt he was too old being 40 years old. 
yes, at the time I, of filming. I do know this one because I think there was a big a big list of people they they wanted for this. Like, was, Mel was pretty reluctant because he knew that he was like double the age, I think, wasn't yeah. he? So, hang on, this is true and false. Yes, true. Yeah. Yes. True. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't tell me the story, pal. Yeah. It's true or false and you get, get closer to those hot pockets. All right. <laughs> Danny Glover, famous for playing Gibson's offsider and lethal weapon, was slated to play the role of Hamish. Yet had to pull out of the role due to a scheduling conflict. True or false? This one has to be true, surely. No, I'm gonna love to see Danny. Danny, just, uh, get him in there. A Scottish Danny running around. Yeah. That'd be amazing. I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, that one's false. Oh, dude, you're yeah. off to a flyer. Yep. Screenwriter Randall Wallace got the idea of the screenplay while on holiday in Edinburgh. Before writing this, he just did odd jobs and was a martial arts instructor. Oh, I have no idea on this one. Um, I'll go false. That's actually true. Oh. And it was his first first, uh, screenplay. So he kind of hit it out of the park with that one. Jesus. Jeez. Straight to the top. Wow. That's a... Nice climb. Jeez, he's, yeah. uh, I wonder if he's still doing that now. Yeah. <laughs> After that. All right. Mel sourced 100 kilo robotic horses that could run 50 kilometers an hour for the battle scenes. They were fueled by nitrogen cylinders. Sounds absolutely ridiculous, but I think it is true because I know that he was pulled up for, I think he had to go to court or something because they thought he's, the horses were actually getting hurt because it looks real like in yeah, the, in the film, but. Yeah, I didn't know. I knew they were fake, but I didn't know a lot of stuff. Is that is that true? Or that is, is that... Well, you can't ask me. It's a so, clue. yeah, that's true. <laughs> what are you going with? I, I guess, unless it's a twist and you've... Uh, I'll try Added true, some... but yeah. Yeah, it is true, believe okay. it or not. So I think they were on tracks and you could just ramp them up and these horses just like shoot along these tracks that they put in. It's so ridiculous. once again, very innovative. Well, and, um, and as you say, added to the battle scenes, man, those... Scenes with the horses, as you say, were like, whoa. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. pretty amazing. Jeez. Um, all right, what do we got? Braveheart was named worst film to ever win an Oscar by Empire Magazine. True or false? Gosh. Um, that's a ridiculous call by them, if that is the case. Uh, I'll say, oh, but Empire, they do get things like that wouldn't surprise me as well. Jeez. Uh, oh. You'd say false, surely, but if common sense is there. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it's true. It is true. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So they named it the worst film, which is such a weird thing to call Braveheart the worst film to win an Oscar, to ever win an Oscar, which Jeez. I don't reckon, that, man, there's been a lot of other shit oh, films with great. Oscars and Braveheart. Yeah. Of Jeez. course, I can't think of examples, but yeah. I know there are. <laughs> well, yeah. Dude, no, there's some slow not... years with, movies uh, and stuff yeah. has to win an oscar obviously Absolutely. So oscar's been out for ages so yeah that's yeah. a ridiculous call but anyway yeah i mean there's always a, i mean i think it was like so schindler's list or something like that when it came out i think it was it was this film like it was one of those sort of films where it came out and it was only like the 51st most highest budget like the only like revenue wise like popular yeah. at that year and yet i think mm. it cleaned up at the oscars in the end but it, it like was not so it's like some films just as they get older just seem to get like more popular and rec- yeah, like I think appreciated do. so maybe it was like one of those but yeah geez, something that's like that full on yeah, yeah. weird mm. um and lastly paul cookson to win oh. the hot pockets william wallace's wife 
Murren was originally named Marion, but they wanted to distance themselves from Robin Hood, from old Costner. Yes, I believe that one is true. Yes. Yeah. That is true. Dude, you dominated it. Jeez, there you go. Some good questions. Look at that. Yeah, well, you did very well. I think you only got one or two wrong. I reckon you so I reckon you get the hot pockets. Hey, there we go. Hey, there he is. That's exciting. Yeah. Very cool. That is Braveheart. And I'm gonna I didn't re-watch it before this, so I'm gonna watch it. It's motivated me. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure it's only a matter of time until they remake it, I'm sure. But given they remake everything now, but uh Yeah. yeah, we'll look forward to that one. Oh yeah. gosh, yeah, for sure. No. Maybe they will bring back Danny Glover for that one. Uh, <laughs> Get him in there. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Wow, it was jam packed. As we said, this one, um, this episode will be released a little bit later than we would have hoped. Um, a few technical difficulties earlier in the in the, in the month, but uh, yeah, we're back, and uh, and the next one will be out soonish as well. So, uh, well, you know, at the start of next month, so it shouldn't be too far away. But few weeks. Thank you. Yeah, that's it. Few <laughs> yeah. weeks. But thank you very much for listening. It's been uh, been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Sam. Awesome. See you next time, guys. Yeah, fine. Thanks. Thanks.